and you. Yes, you. I saw you in the clouds riding in a Mercedes Benz. Glory. Family, hold up, hold up, hold up. What did you bring me to? To church. You know what? I'm telling your mom, your dad, bishop, and Jesus. Jesus already knows. Wait, hold up. Where you going? I'm going to Lively Stone. Wait for me. Welcome to the Lively Stone Temple Experience. We are one church in four locations. Please visit LivelyStoneTemple.org for additional information. This message was recorded on February the 20th, 2022. The word of God is being brought forth by Elder Joseph Lee Taylor Jr. Now let's follow along in our Bibles. We're going to read Acts chapter 27. We're going to start at verse 9. And we're going to read to verse 25. Uh, when you have it, please say amen. All right. I'll wait on Deacon Dobie here. All right. And let's all read together, please. Y'all going to read with me? All right, verse 9, and it says, Now when much time was spent, when sailing was now dangerous, because the fast was now already passed, Paul admonished them and said unto them, Sirs, I perceive that this voyage will be with hurt and much damage, not only of the lading and the ship, but also of our lives. Nevertheless, the centurion believed the master and the owner of the ship more than those things which were spoken by Paul. And because the haven was not commodious to winter in, the more part advised to depart thence also, if by any means they might attain to Phoenix and there to winter, which is in haven of Crete, and lieth toward the southwest and northwest. And when the south wind blew softly, supposing that they had obtained their purpose, Loosing thence, they sailed close by Crete. But not long after there arose against it a tempestuous wind called Eurachlodon. Somebody say that, Eurachlodon. Yeah. And when the ship was caught and could not bear up into the wind, we let her drive. Talking about Eurachlodon or the ship. And running under a certain island which is called Clouda, we had much work to come by the boat, which when they had taken up, they used helps, undergirding the ship and fearing lest they should fall into quicksands, straight sail, and so were driven. And we being exceedingly tossed with the tempest, the next day they lightened the ship. And the third day we cast out with our own hands the tackling of the ship. And when neither sun nor stars in many days appeared, and no small tempest lay on us, all hope that we should be saved was taken away. But after long abstinence, Paul stood forth in the midst of them and said, Sirs, ye should have hearkened unto me. Look at Paul telling them, I told you so. Ain't that something? Paul's a trip. Ye should have hearkened unto me and not have loosed from Crete and to have gained this harm and loss. And now I exhort you to be of good cheer. For there shall be no loss of any man's life among you, but of the ship. For there stood by me this night the angel of God, whose I am and whom I serve, saying, Fear not, Paul, thou must be brought before Caesar, 
And lo, God hath given thee all them that sail with thee. Wherefore, verse 25 is what I really want. Wherefore, sirs, be of good cheer. For I believe God that it shall be even as it was told to me. I want us all to read at verse 25 together, Acts 27 to 25. I want all of us to read that together. I want everybody in here to read it. And if I don't get everybody, I'm going to read it again until I get everybody. Amen. Acts 27 and verse 25. Acts 27 and verse 25. And I want us to read that like we mean it. Because that is my focus verse this morning. Is everyone ready? Acts 27 to 25. It says, wherefore, sirs, be of good cheer. For I believe God that it shall be even as it was told me. This morning, with the help of the Lord, I want to minister to you from those three words found in verse 25. I believe God. I believe God. Everybody say that with me. Say, I believe God. I believe God. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, hallelujah. We thank you, God, for this morning. We thank you for this time, God, bringing us here to this Bethel spot to be able to break the bread of life with your people. God, I ask you, hallelujah. I ask you this morning, God, anoint this congregation, anoint this sanctuary and this building, God, and let me help somebody. Scratch that, Lord. You help somebody this morning, God. Use me as your vessel this morning, dear Lord. God, I do believe there is a word for your people in here on this morning. God, I ask you to let me decrease so that you may be able to increase even the more. Bless everyone that made a sacrifice to be out here. God, somebody needs to hear a word this morning. Someone needs to be encouraged. Someone needs a tool to go back home and kick devil butt. Somebody needs it, Jesus. And somebody needs the power to, to take authority where they are. And they need to remember that come hell or high water, come what may, that their operative cry must always be, I believe God. God, I ask you, dear Lord God, to bless us this moment. Open our ears to hear. Open our eyes to see, strengthen our hands to hold, and soften our hearts to receive the word of God. It is in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Y'all have heard me say what I'm about to say several times before. And the reason why I say it is because it registers in my spirit so long ago. You know, every now and then you'll be going through a certain situation or calamity in your life. And the Lord will give you a word, and you just never forget it. You just hold on to it. It means so much to you. And God forbid you be somewhere where you're listening to a preacher, and they ain't never heard that word that God gave you, and they say the same thing. Child, you'll get the bucking and running and jumping, and Roy, because you just know that God, God, God told me that same thing. You know, confirmation. That's what it is. I was um, that happened to me recently. It happened to me recently. Yeah, uh, I was worried about something on my job, and then. My boss told me, he said, uh, he said, he said, Joseph, you know, it's like the elephant process. You know, you can, you can only, you, how do you eat an elephant? Just one bite at a time. Just take your time with it. And I was talking to uh, Sister Streeter recently, and I was telling her about that. And out of nowhere, she said, you know, you got to do it like, it's like eating an elephant. And I said, what you said? She said, you can only do it one bite at a time. I said, I said, Lord, I hear you, Lord. Amen. You know, it's just a blessing to get those kinds of confirmation. And the word that he gave me several years ago, goes in conjunction with our topic this morning, I believe God. He said, trusting God is not hard. Rem remembering to trust God is hard. 
I want to say that again. I know you've heard me say it before, but I want to dig it in a little bit this morning. Can I dig a little bit deep? Trusting God is not hard. Remembering to trust God is hard. Because you can get so bogged down and so involved with life that you totally forget that all you've got to do is believe God. All you've got to do, one psalmist declared, in thee, O Lord, do I put my trust and never let me be ashamed. I ain't never been made ashamed for trusting in Jesus. I put all of my, one another text says it this way, Deacon Zimmerman, hope thou in God. Hope thou, everybody say that, say hope, hope. Thou, thou in God. Amen. That's where we need to be. When you're struggling to remember to trust in him, hope thou in God. And when you're struggling in your, in thee, O oh Lord, do I put my trust. Lord, don't let me be ashamed for doing this. I done told everybody you a healer. I done told everybody you a deliverer. I done told everybody you're a savior. I gave up my all to follow you. I turned my back on friends that I love. And gave up opportunities that I that would please my flesh if I told the truth and make my bank accounts nice and fat and made all these sacrifices. Dear Lord, God, I ain't trying to earn what you got for me. And I don't have to because you told me you give it to me freely. But I want to let you know, Lord, that I, 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 I don't let me be ashamed for doing this. And can I tell you something? He has never let me be ashamed for putting my trust in him, man. And so I, I cannot allow myself to go through any calamity or any sort of turmoil or tumultuous situation in my life that overwhelms me so much till I forget that the only reason I'm alive to be in this situation is because God's keeping me. You're, 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 I'm reminded here of, of many patriarchs of the faith that went through and struggled for the cause of Christ, Sister Carol. I'm, I'm reminded of them, the prophets of old. And, and I remember Jeremiah, uh, he got, Jeremiah said something to God that I'm not bold enough to say. He said, Lord, you tricked me, you little trickster. I said, I, if I had been there, I'm like, Jeremiah, pray something else. Just take it easy, bro. You know, relax. He said, no, I'm saying what I want to say. I, 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 I obeyed you, God, and I came down here to preach to these people like you said, and you knew I was going to get arrested and you told me to come down here anyway. And I ain't in no fancy jail like these folks got now with flat screen TVs and gyms and three hots in a cot and all this stuff. I'm in the worst kind of place you could possibly be. I wouldn't wish this on my worst enemy. And I ain't slapped nobody. I ain't cussed nobody. I ain't robbed no bank. I ain't shoot, kill, nothing. I ain't went after the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eye and pride of life. All I did was preach because you told me to. And here I am. God, you tricked me. And Jeremiah said, you know what? As a matter of fact, I ain't even going to preach in your name no more. And I'm so glad the Lord didn't kill him. The Lord just began to stir him up on the inside. And Jeremiah said, when I wanted to get rid of this thing, he said, man, I couldn't even do it. Because his word was just like fire. Shut up in my bones. Amen. That word will remind you to trust in God, won't it? Nah. Have you ever, have you ever been there when you find yourself down in the, I was in the pit of my own despair 
And the Lord came down there and reached in there and pulled me up. And I have been pulled up before. And while he's bringing me up, I'm saying the word of God. Lord and Dio, Lord, I put my, the only reason you're bringing me out is because I trusted you. You told me they that wait upon the Lord, they're going to renew my strength. You told me, dear Lord God, that greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. You told me, dear Lord God, that you have been anointed to handle my situation. So when he brings me up, not only does he pull me out the pit, Deacon Doby, but he sets my feet upon a rock and establishes my goings. And who else but God will pull you out of that pit and set you on a brand new path and, and, and give you brand new mercies? I, I woke up this morning with brand new mercies. And I got a few reasons to trust in him, Sister Mary. And I got a few reasons to, to, to believe in him. I, 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 I have gone through some things in my life that have really, I, I, I think, uh, and y'all correct me if I'm wrong, but I do believe that we can have issues in our bodies and they are bad. And I do believe that we can have issues in our finances and they are bad. And Deacon Evans, I do believe we can have uh, economic issues. Like what's wrong with my car and, and things like that. But I believe the worst kind of issues are the ones we have in our mind where we just don't know how to get up out of it because if I can get my mind right, I can get a new car. If I can keep my mind right, I can get a new job. And if I can keep my mind right, I can, as long I heard of Dr. Benjamin Carson say, he's the head of pediatric neurosurgery at Johns Hopkins Hospital. And he said to himself, he said, if I lost my, my, uh, my six figure, six figure a year salary and the millions of dollars I have in the bank, he said, if I lost them today, I wouldn't even care if I still had my my mind because my mind is what got me that stuff and, and you remember in Nehemiah the only reason the people were able to rebuild the wall is because the Bible said the people had a mind to work and no wonder Jesus says let this mind be in you that's also in Christ Jesus and, 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 and I'll keep you in perfect peace if you keep your mind stayed on me and, and the battle that we deal with in our minds will cause us to stop believing in the wonder-working, wonderful, mighty, magnificent, splendiferous power of God. And I, I might say it one day like uh, like, um, like Sister Mary Poppins did in that movie. Uh, he's just super califragilistic, expialidocious good, you know. That's the kind of God that, that we serve. Amen. And, and, and ain't no God like the one we got. And, and he is able. I love how the old saints used to testify. They used to call him a mind regulator. Amen. Has God ever regulated your mind? Because the devil wants your mind. He, he wants to get in your mind and find out what your mind is attached to. That He heard you when you said, you, I don't know how I'd make it without this job. Is it good? Now I'm going to get in your balls and make him into a whole demon. And he heard you. He saw you. He, he saw you. And the devil, how many of you know the devil watches you? And he's taking good notes on you and, and good and writing them down. And he ain't forgetting what he's got to 
info and the intel that he's got on you. And he said, all I got to do is, is do this. And all I've got to do is do that. And all I've got to do is poke her here just a little bit. And because, because what is he after, Deacon Dobie? He's after your what? Your mind. And there's something about having your mind burdened that makes you feel like you're a thousand pounds and you can't even walk. And the tension that's behind your head and in your neck and between your eyes and you don't feel like doing anything because your mind is burning down and and you you don't even have the strength to pray because your mind is trapped and your mind is stuck my God, my God, and it says so somebody calls you and wants to to you to pray for them, and you say, "Sis, I need you to pray for me. I don't know how I'm gonna get the strength to be there for you, but I need some help because I feel like I'm about to lose my mind, God, in the name of Jesus, because that's what the devil wants. Can I help you all with something? I read a statistic one time that more than 90% of the stuff that we worry about never even really happens. Anybody ever been stressed out about something? The devil told you, you know you're going to lose your job. And then, and then that was 20 years ago. And he's still telling you that. And you got the nerve to believe him because he's going to mess with your mind. And then all your life you had a little cough. But now you cough, you think you got COVID. And, and then you don't know what. You've been coughing all your stinking life. And then you've been having headaches every time your sinus is cut up. You've been having headaches. But now, because the devil's messing with your what? Mind. You don't know what to do now. Now you, 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 you know you're dying now. You wasn't dying before 2020, but now maybe this cough might be, oh Lord, it, mm, uh -huh. what, <coughs> what variant is this? Tell, 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 you got to rebuke the devil and get him out of your mind. My God, in the name of Jesus and and it's important here that we, we shore up our mind, Deacon Evans, that we don't allow the devil to play games with our mind, my Lord. Because can I tell you something? Good mind or bad mind, weak mind or strong mind, problems are going to come. And your problems are not going to wait on you to fix your mind. Your problems are not going to wait on you to be strong. Your problems are not going to ask your permission. Do you mind if I attack you? your money today? Do you mind if I get in your husband today? Do you mind if I cause your grandchildren to act crazy? How many of you know your problems don't wait on you? As a matter of fact, problems don't discriminate. My God. As a matter of fact, problems are disrespectful. They don't care when they show up. They'll show up at the family reunion. They'll show up and if the devil, if that problem bold enough, that demon will show up at the altar during a tarian service. He he don't care. Your problems are not going to give you the benefit of the doubt, Sister Carol. And so it behooves us now to keep our minds on Jesus. Hallelujah. And I've made up my mind this year that I'm not going to let the devil use my mind as his own little personal playground, his own little personal tool shop so he can just reach in my head and do what he want, make me say what he want me to say and this, that, and the third. 
I heard one of the old saints one time, the devil told her, oh, cuss them out. She told the devil, you want them cussed out so bad, you cuss them out. I'm saved. I ain't got no time for this. I got the Holy Ghost dwelling on the inside of me. And we got to stop giving the devil the benefit of the doubt. He is coming for nothing but for to steal, to kill, and destroy. You got you mad at folk and worried about folk that upset you last year. They ain't said nothing to you since last year. And you still, they always talk about me. No, they're not. That was a year ago. Grow up. Oh, you got to get your mind right because the devil knows when he can get you. He knows when he can get you, and he can't wait to get you. My Lord, he's like a what? Roaring lion. Amen. And I want to be very clear. The Bible said he's as a roaring lion. He's not a roaring lion. He's as a roaring lion. He's being compared to, as somebody said, Elder Taylor's big as a truck. They don't mean that, but you get the point. Amen. And so the devil's roaring, but he can't bite you. He ain't. He can't do nothing with you. As a matter of fact, the Bible declares that the Lord has already secured our victory over him. The Lord has given you many proofs and evidences to believe in him come what may. Do you really think that you can afford to stop believing in God now? You really, you why, 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 why? Why get saved 10 years ago and give up now? Why get saved 20 years ago and give up now? Why get saved 30 years ago and if you was going to give up, you should have gave up when you came off the altar. But you're too deep in this thing now. You done, you done fasted too much now. You done, you couldn't even go back and get them worldly friends no more. They don't even want you now. You, you If you went to the club, you'd look stupid sitting up in there praise the Lord shout a jack please you'd look like a dummy up in there you wouldn't even know how to survive because the Lord done got a hold of you now and you belong to him now and he's going to step in now and, and keep you from ruining your mind and, and you got to stay on over here and sing like the old saints used to sing come over here to stay Lord till I die my God, in the name of Jesus. And so when we come to the porch of our text here in the book of Acts, the 27th chapter, we see a group of people that are getting ready to set sail. And, and Paul begins to uh, deal with their minds. I want to give you a proposal here. Let me help you because here's what I'm sensing in my mind. And here's what your, your mind is leading you to do. Paul says here, uh, sirs, I I perceive, I think, uh, this is what I'm sensing in my mind, that when much, well, that, 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 that there, this voyage will be with hurt and much damage, not only of the lading of the ship, but also of our lives. Paul says, not only are we going to lose the ship, not only is the ship going to be damaged, but if we set sail now, all of us, we're going to die. We're going to lose some lives on this ship. This is what I'm sensing in my mind. Paul with the Holy Ghost is sensing this thing in his mind. The text does not tell us now whether this is the angel of the Lord speaking to him, but there's just an unction that he's getting, that he's thinking within himself. You know, you ever walked outside one day and sniffed and said, yeah, it's probably finna rain. Or you ever, I don't know, maybe your, your knees start bothering you. He's like, yep, yep, here, here it come. The temperature finna change. You know when the season's getting ready to change because your sinuses will tell you, you know, it ain't COVID. 
did it. It's your sinuses, you know. And so he's kind of getting an unction here. And then the Bible says, nevertheless, the people still chose to set sail. And so it's Paul's mind versus the mind of those who are in charge. Didn't I tell you all that this morning, that in our lives, when God's trying to humble us, we're going to have to answer the people that just do stupid stuff. Amen. You know that your boss telling you to do ABC and you're like, that ain't going to work. That don't make a bit of sense. And you feel like all your supervisors crazy and you feel like nobody know what they're doing. You sit there and you let the Lord humble you and make something out of you where you are. And they set sail and the Bible declares but not after long there arose against the ship a tempestuous wind called Eurachlodon. Somebody say Eurachlodon. Yeah, uh, isn't it interesting how during this time they had the east wind and things, they would name these winds and these storms. And this one is called, my God, Eurachlodon. Eura Doesn't that sound like a fearsome name? It sounds like uh, if you woke up in the morning and, and Eurachlodon was at your front door, I'm not sure you'd go outside. And, and if you got to your job and found out Eurachlodon was coming, if they told you our bosses, the, the big wigs coming in the day, Deacon Zimmerman. What's his name? His name is Dr. Eurachlodon. Oh my God, what is going on here? And this wind has a name, and, and the wind begins to overtake the ship. My God. Has anybody ever in here dealt with a problem that was so specific in your life that you remember the name of it? You can't even forget it. Maybe your Eurachlodon was called cancer. Maybe your Eurachlodon was called uh, alcoholism. Maybe your Eurachlodon was called divorce. Maybe your Eurachlodon was called being broke. Maybe your Eurachlodon was called sexual immorality. But it tried to overtake you. And what makes it worse is before you set sail, somebody tried to warn you about it and say, don't do it. But you grown, ain't you? Yeah, you're going to do what you want to do. I was grown when I joined this church and bye, bye, bye and woo, woo, woo and all this stuff that's going on. And so because of your disobedience now, you find yourself in the middle of Eurachlodon. And the Bible declares that this storm went on for several days. Uh, have, how long did the storm last? How long did Eurachlodon stay around in your life? And you wanted him to leave, didn't you? Uh, I've been there before. I deleted her number and somebody gave her my number. How you, how you find out where I'm? I don't fool with you no more. But Eurachlodon just keep on coming back and won't give you no relief, won't give you no rest. As a matter of fact, now it's beginning to take a toll on your mind. My God, in the name of Jesus, I need to keep my mind while I'm in the storm. And sometimes when I'm going through my storms, scratch that every time, Deacon Evans. When I'm going through a storm, I tell the Lord, Jesus, if you ain't going to bring me out of this, please just give me peace while I'm in it. Lord, help me to sustain myself. Sustain me while I'm in it. I've got to learn something now. And so what I'm going to do, God, is I'm going to stay right here. And if you don't bring me me out. Keep me right. Just keep me while I'm in it. Had anybody ever prayed that before? Lord, I just need you to keep me. I don't see an end in sight. 
But thank you, Deacon, uh, Deacon Zimmerman, uh, these light afflictions uh, that endure just but for a moment. Uh, it's only for a moment, Sister Mary. The devil wants to maximize your moment. He wants you to feel like you've been in it all your life, uh, that you ain't never going to come out of this. Uh, you ain't never going to get over this. Uh, but I speak right now under the authority of the Holy Ghost uh, that the winds of your Rockladon are getting ready to stop blowing in your life. And I command the devil right now by the power of the Holy Ghost and the authority given to me by the name of Jesus and the laying on of hands that the relief is coming and peace is coming and joy is coming and strength is coming and help is coming and God's coming and what you need is coming and what you need God's got it God's got it God's got it God's got it he said behold I come and my reward is with me Oh yeah, mama manda ya baba shanda ya baba kahai. Ah, somebody throw your hands up and say, I'm free, I'm free. I'm coming out of this. I got some instruction now. God's helping me. And I'm sick of this. I'm not gonna be bound by this no more. Greater is he that's in me than he that is in the world. I'm not dealing with this no more. I command the winds to stop it. I command the winds to cease. And if God don't let the wind stop, I'll step out the ship and I'll walk on the water like my God did. I got enough faith to be delivered. Oh, praise the name of our God. Oh, thank you, Jesus Christ. How your rockladons got to go. Your rockladons got to stop. I've been stuck at sea for long. The Bible says after several days went by. Oh, The Bible declares that after several days went by. Ah, they looked up and night had passed. And another night had passed. They couldn't even see any stars before them when the wind had ceased. They did everything they could to sail this ship. They stopped at one place and began to get throw stuff off the ship so the ship could smooth sail a little bit more and a little bit faster because you know when the ship's lighter it can move faster. Have you ever been there that you did everything you could do to try to hurry yourself out of the situation? You done gotten every prayer line. You done let everybody lay hands on you. You done went on every single fast and you're still in your Rockladon, and, and you've been on every single, you know, got everybody prayer group, and, and your Rockladon still say, good morning, hello, I ain't going nowhere, as a matter of fact, I done got stronger, oh God. Uh, have you ever been there? You want to hurry up and get out of this thing. But can I tell you right now, the devil's trying to tell you that you're weaker, but I'm letting you know you're stronger than you've ever been. And I've told the devil one time, I know I'm weak right now, and I see what you're doing, but you found me at the worst possible time because God told me that in my weakness, his strength is made perfect. In the name of Jesus, I want the devil to find me when I'm weak. I dare you. Because when God shows up, you're going to wish you had never blown in my life. When God shows up, you're going to wish you never came down 142 John Taylor Lane, Walterboro, South Carolina, 29488. You're going to wish you never came to 230 McGee Street, Bamberg, South Carolina, 29003. You're going to wish you had never came because I want to let you know that God ain't going to sit around and let the winds blow 
and get your behind, get whooped every day, he's going to bring you some relief. Praise the name of our God. The Bible declares uh, they looked out among them uh, and they were in the middle of the sea, not able to see where they were, not able to see where they were. The Bible said they had lost all hope that they would be saved. Oh, God. They lost all hope that he would be that they would be saved. They lost all hope that he would be, they would be saved. Do you know what that feels like to feel hopeless? Do you know what it feels like to feel helpless? I want to let you know that the devil has put that spirit upon you. You are not helpless. You are not without hope. You are not so lost that you cannot be redeemed. You are not so broken that Jesus can't put you back together. You are not so lost that you cannot be found. You are not so hurt that you cannot be healed. You are not so heartbroken that he cannot put you back together. You are not so blind that he can't make you see. You are not so weak that he cannot give you strength. There's nothing that God cannot handle. Oh, praise the name of our God. Thank you, Jesus Christ. The Bible, and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, here comes Paul. He stands up in the middle of the ship and says, I know it's dark. I know you don't even see any stars out here. It's real quiet right now, isn't it? Now that the storm is over. And then now everybody's just beginning to think because now the devil's got their minds because they have no hope that they would be saved. But then Paul stands up. Isn't it good to have somebody around that knows how to get in touch with Jesus? Ah, because I've had some moments where I felt like, please call somebody. I'm not sure I can get through right now, but I know so-and-so can. I know my brother can. I know my sister can. Oh, saints, will you pray for somebody? As a matter of fact, right now in your seat, take about 30 seconds and pray for somebody right now. Lord, pray for somebody right now. Begin to intercede for somebody right now. Don't you dare pray for yourself. Somebody's in your rockladon right now. Somebody feels like they have no hope. They've abandoned all hope that they would be saved. But I want to let you know that you can intercede for their deliverance right now. You can intercede for their help right now. You can intercede for their freedom right now. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. And so Paul stands up in the midst of the ship and he says, wherefore, sirs, I know it doesn't look good right now. My God. He said, I now I exhort you. I ain't going to say I might as well go ahead and say what Paul said. Paul said, I told you so. I told y'all not. How many of you know that you, you can we be honest? Uh, we don't really like those kinds of people. I know I messed up. I, I know I'm wrong. I don't need a I told you so right now. Just help me out. You know, and, and, and Paul stands up and says, here he says uh, he says look uh, my, my, my brothers here now I exhort you to be of good cheer that's what you got to do I don't care what you're going through you got to find some reason to rejoice in Jesus uh, rejoice in the Lord when always and again I say rejoice you've got to find a reason to rejoice if you if, if all you can say is I know I'm hurt but I'm still saved you take joy in your salvation and he says for there shall be no loss of any man's ship, of any man's life among you, but of the ship. How do you know that, Paul? Paul said, I'm glad you asked. For there stood by me this night the angel of God, whose I am and whom I serve, saying, Fear not, Paul, thou must be brought before Caesar. And lo, God hath given thee all them that sail with thee. Wherefore, sirs, 
be of good cheer for I believe who God that it shall be even as it was told unto me uh, the Bible lets us know that God spares everybody on the ship because the man of God is on the ship how many of you know the only reason your job didn't get shut down during COVID is because you were there and the only reason you the only reason your job is blessed is because the saints are there hallelujah and God is going to keep you in a place so, so they can be blessed and folks can see the hand of God working and operating in your life but the operative plea here is that no matter what happens Deacon Zimmerman you must never abandon your belief in God I want everybody in here right now to think of a time that Jesus came through for you and every time you think of it I want you to just say hallelujah amen right now every time you think of it or you thought of another one hallelujah or you thought of another time hallelujah you thought of another time hallelujah oh look at that time hallelujah look at that week hallelujah look at that day hallelujah look at that month hallelujah you didn't know how you were going to come out of it did you you didn't know how it was going to happen as a matter of fact the Lord seemed like he took his time coming and you cried like the psalmist did make haste oh God Jesus I need you to hurry up and come but how many of you know that whenever Jesus comes he's right on time I believe God. I believe God. I believe God. I want everybody, I'm done preaching, but I want everybody right now to just begin to pray with me. I want you, this is what we're going to do. I want everyone in here to begin to pray with me right now wherever you are. You don't have to stand up wherever you're seated, but I want you all to shore up your faith in God at this moment. I want you to shore up your faith in God. I want you to declare and over all your problems that you're dealing with in all your situations that you still believe God, that you have not quit. You have not given up. If you still got some fight in you, just start praying. If you still know that God's going to work it out, get excited right where you are. In the name of Jesus, Father God, in the name of Jesus, hallelujah, 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 Lord. I believe you, God. We believe you up here in this sanctuary, God. We believe you for miracles, signs, and wonders. We believe you for healings. We believe you for deliverances. We believe you for ways out. We believe you for open doors. We believe you for a way being made. We believe that you're going to wipe every tear from our eyes. We believe that you're going to make us smile again. We believe that there's joy coming in our house. We believe that there's peace coming to our street, God. Our God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, anoint me, dear Lord, in the name of Jesus. I believe that the saints are going to serve you with gladness, God. Father, in the name of Jesus, I believe you, Lord. I believe you, Lord. Now, everybody in here, under the sound of my voice, I want you to open your mouth and start praying right now. I need to hear you pray in this place. Don't act like you forgot how to do it. But open up your mouth and act like you need God to do something for you. Come on, hallelujah, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. I hear the Holy Ghost in here. I feel the Holy Ghost in here. This is the place of your deliverance. This is your time to make your ultimate declaration that you believe God over everything.
everything. Jesus over everything. Jesus over my problems. Jesus over my hurt. Jesus over my disappointment. Jesus over my situation. Jesus over my backslidden children. Jesus over my job. Jesus over my finances. Lord, I need you right now, God. Father, Lord, and those of you that are struggling with your faith, just say, Lord, I believe, but help thou mine unbelief. Lord, I'm doing my best to believe. I'm trying all that I can, but give me the grace to have faith one more time, Jesus. Give me the grace to believe in you one more time, God. God, I still want your name to send a chill down my spine. I still want to feel the presence of God. I still want the weight of your glory to rest upon me, God. I still want to cast out demons. I still want to lay hands on the sick and watch them recover but I've got to have faith in you my, my current circumstances have robbed me of my faith my struggles have robbed me of my faith but give me my faith back God you prayed that my faith fell not you prayed that my faith fell not the enemy desires to have us that he might sift us like the wheat God but it will not happen you prayed that our faith don't fail Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, God. And God, right now, God, keep the saints, keep their minds, God. Keep their minds, Lord. I know the devil is trying to mess with their minds. The devil is trying to mess with armor. He fought my mind last night. He fought my mind on the way up here. But greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Oh, God, I know you promised me, God. You said, my peace I give unto thee and not like the world gives. Jesus, you've got peace available for us, God. And God, send peace to the minds of all of your people in here. Jesus. Amen and amen. We hope that you have received something valuable from this message. We want to thank you for your time and support. God loves you and so do we. Have a blessed and fantastic weekend. Thank you and amen.